Neil Hetherington, CEO of the Daily Bread Food Bank, joins me now. Welcome back, Neil. Good morning, Maggie. It's nice to chat with you. Unfortunately, you know, sad news. March was a hard month for many in the city. Tell us what you and your team saw at the Daily Bread Food Bank last month. March was the worst month that the food bank in Toronto has ever had in our 40-year history. So from a context perspective, we typically, before the pandemic, saw between 60 and 65,000 clients per month. And that wasn't uh, uh, where the city needed to be at all. The pandemic moved that number from 60,000 to 120,000 per month. And this past month, there were 270,000 um, 270, food bank visits. And so it's been incredibly difficult. And on Wednesday, we hosted a press conference and we kind of said enough is enough. And, uh, and we, we made a call directly to, uh, uh, to, the, uh, to Queen's Park to say the temporary measures that we had for those on social assistance that we had during the pandemic they need to be brought back now with food inflation the way that it is. Talk to me a little bit more about that. You know, I was going to ask you, is this because of the increase in food costs? I mean, you know, there's so many things, right? We, we talked last time about the fact that uh, the price of food has gone up and, and you're seeing more people uh, frequent food banks. What specifically does the province need to do to fix this problem? Because this is this is these are not, as you've said to me before, a lot of these people are, you know, they are working poor. Mm -hmm. They have jobs and yet they still cannot make ends meet. Yeah, it used to be that about 15% of uh, food bank users had full-time employment. That number now is about 35%. Um, and that increased that by just about 20%. Uh, it increased over the course of a one-year period. And I want to also be clear, it's not just the province. Yeah. It's, it's all levels of government, um, and it's not one political stripe or another. Um, we have made systemic failures in the system uh, by, you know, getting out of developing affordable housing in the 1990s. Well, that's that's going to take us a generation to uh, to correct that problem. Uh, we have made there have been failures when it comes to income supports. All governments have never provided for individuals on disability to to be even at the poverty line. Somebody on disability gets about uh, $1,200 per month to survive on. And what we called on the province to do was to, to increase that um, if uh, just, just to at least pay for the food inflation. So food inflation is now running. Every listener is probably paying about $600 a year more on food per person in their household. And that's really hard if you're on a fixed income. Yeah. Another thing that struck me is how much the Daily Bread Food Bank budgets for food now compared to before the pandemic. Share that that stat with us. Yeah, it's 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 been unbelievable. And again, it's what drove us to do this press conference. Um, so we used to spend one and a half million dollars a year purchasing food. And then uh, that number has accelerated to $1.8 million per month. So 1.5 per year to 1.8 per month has been the, the increase. So it's not sustainable. We've, uh, we've been uh, blessed by having uh, great community partners uh, who have come to, to the table to be able to assist us in raising food and funds. And that's, that's been wonderful. 
Um, at the same time, you know, that, that was one of the drivers for us having this this press conference and 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 having all of the agencies that Daily Bread supports all across the city. We we support agencies about 128 of them, uh, and we provide them the food that they need and and guidance. And uh, we all lined up there with clients and said come on, we can do better as a city, as a province, as a country um, that uh, just shouldn't need food charity. Your press release also says that after some of the clients who visit the food bank um, have paid for rent, on average, they're left with $8.01 left for everything else. And this is just in the city of Toronto. This kind of goes back to what you were saying about um, having proper subsidization and so forth uh, from levels of government to help those who are struggling right now. Eight dollars in one cent. I mean, what can you do with that? How, like, we are one of the most expensive cities uh, in the country. You can't. I mean, what you can buy like a bottle of pop and maybe a hot dog. Like, not even. You can't. I mean, you certainly can't survive on that. So, eight dollars and one cent—the average amount of money that somebody has on a daily basis after paying rent and utilities. But here's another startling stat, just in line with that, Maggie. Um, one in five food bank users don't have anything after after it. Um, so they've paid for their rent, they're paid for the utilities, they have nothing uh, following, and so they are completely dependent on friends, family, and charity for clothing and for food. And so, um, you know, we're in, a, we're in a state that we've never been at before in our city and in our province. Um, and I'm, I am hopeful that, uh, you know, Daily Bread will continue to provide the uh, policy solutions that are required to make sure everybody can thrive in economy. And, uh, and, and I'm just hopeful that uh, there'll be the courage at all levels of government to be able to uh, implement some of those policies. Now, obviously, we are in the midst of a mayoral uh, by-election. What are, you, what are you hoping to hear from uh, the candidates that are running for mayor of this great city? Well, I want to hear from all candidates. Uh, first of all, we will provide to any candidate listening, we will provide them with a sit down and information on, on decent policies that they need to implement. So there's a free consulting service available from the Daily Bread Food Bank to any, anybody, any of the 30 or, or 40 or 50 <laughs> people who have signed up to, uh, to, to put their name in the hat. Listen, um, we, we want to see... Um, positive traction when it comes to uh, affordable housing. Poverty has got to be one of the uh, number one issues. And, and, and so that goes to transportation, affordable housing, making sure that there are decent income supports in, in the city, that it is easy to move into uh, you know, the employment. Those are the types of things that we want to make sure that, uh, that each of the, the candidates has forefront. And I think when you, you know, Focus and care for those that are struggling in our city. The you know the domino effect of how that will change and transition and transform our city will just naturally happen. the The Daily Bread Food Bank is hosting a mayoral debate on May fifteenth, uh, and yours truly will be the moderator of that debate. Uh, what do you hope that conversation will specifically focus on? Well, I wanted to to elevate the issue of poverty and how there is such a divide between those who, who have and those who don't have, and how we as a city can uh, can work together to 
uh, to change that. Uh, and, you know, some areas are outside of the city's uh, um, uh, jurisdiction. And so how can we as a city come together to be able to lobby effectively to make sure that every Ontarian and every uh, Canadian has access to... Um, uh, you know, decent healthcare, decent affordable housing. Uh, these are the types of things that that I'll, uh, keep uh, individuals uh, out of having to come to uh, a food bank. All right, Neil, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Maggie, and look forward to seeing you on the fifteenth. Absolutely, that was Neil Hetherington, CEO of the Daily Bread Food Bank. If you're out grocery shopping today, always remember to drop a few items or more into uh, the boxes that are usually at your grocery store, usually by the entrance or the exits. Um, They need all our help as well as financially as well. And hey, if you are interacting with any of the candidates, challenge them, ask them, what are they doing about poverty in the city? What are they doing about affordability? Why is it that we have people in the city that are living on basically $8 after they've paid their rent, they can't afford to eat, and they can't afford to feed their children? These are real issues, and, uh, and they need to be dealt with in order to transform this city.